0: Well, hello everyone welcome to part two of these uh podcasts with andrew and jr we're on the first episode if you haven't seen it go back and, and take a look at that one or listen to it because uh, we talk how they basically uh got to know each other and started their own business and um on this second part you know we're gonna go ahead and, and, and talk about the disposal side of wholesaling and how they get you know their cash buyers and all that so let's jump sure. to it um Basic, basically, guys, you, last time we were talking about you were doing what two, three deals a month right Correct. now by Correct. you know doing the you know the the um, what is it the Facebook ads that yep. we talked about. You guys um, do bandit signs too, right? Are you still doing those? So, so yeah,
1: we actually did ban- We tried bandit signs out. You tried. <laughs> you tried. That means you already
2: <laughs> let, let it go. Let's <laughs> listen to the story.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we, we tried big, though. We didn't play around. OK. Uh, how so many
2: How many did you send? How many did you put out?
1: So we got this idea that we should buy in bulk, because we'll buy in cheaper. Right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we put like 200 out, and we got a result. Right. And so we're like, let's do bandit signs. <laughs> and so we were like, let's go buy 5,000 bandit signs. Yeah. And so now we still have twenty five hundred bandit signs sitting in our garage that we're just <laughs> waiting Wh- to deploy. Wh- why didn't
2: you de- deploy them? So we we
1: deployed them, um, and we spent oh shoot I forgot how much it was deploying. Know. Anyways, I it was uh, what hap- we ended up out of twenty five hundred bandit signs. We got two deals. Okay, and that ended up covering all of our cost for the twenty five hundred bandit signs and to put them out.
2: Right, because it was uh, you're paying five thousand dollars a deal, r- roughly. Yeah. Right. Um, because the cost per acquisition is so high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because what what do you pay for the bandit sign? A dollar ninety seven cents or something? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Plus the, the the stakes. The The, stakes. You gotta, the guy sure. to go put them out. And the, the guy everything. that
2: puts it out is another dollar and some yep. change. Mm-hmm. Uh, in some cases, they'll give you a break, but you're in it for, literally, three dollars at yep. least. Yeah. Um, at least uh, I would call it more like five for sure. Um, for one bandit sign, and then you're putting out. Hundreds. Hundreds per for week. Hundreds. Three hundred you know. a week is what we're doing. Then uh, and I, we <laughs> <laughs> we we bought a ton of them too, <laughs> and I mean we were we were we both were putting them out. Yeah, like, really? We're like okay because it's our first run. We're gonna go big. because we don't do anything you know small. small. So sure. we just go big, and me and him were the whole weekend just hanging by the signs all the way from Katie to. Freeport to, I mean, we were Bay City. Bay City, we were going everywhere. Wow! And that that was
0: it was Saturday and Sunday hanging bandit signs, right? So Monday we're like, okay, (laughs) police is going to start ringing, and it did. And And it it was a police officer uh, from Bay (laughs) City. Bay City basically telling me, hey, dude, you had fun this weekend putting signs all over Bay City, and we're like, well, yeah. And And he's like, well, I'll give you four days. To take them all out, <laughs> if I, if, you know, if they're still there Friday, I'm gonna fine you five hundred dollars per, per sign, oh, sign wow. that's still up. So I'm like, okay, sir, I'll, you know, I'll talk to my marketing people to have them uh, put them down. So I hang up the phone and, I'm like, hey, marketing guy. Ricardo, let's <laughs> go get <a> sign. <laughs> Our marketing <laughs> people was Ricardo and myself. So, you know, Ricardo's like, dude, we need to get in the car again. Yeah. Whatever, we're going to see a house. No, we're going to take the sign. And, off. and one <laughs> of the challenges
2: we had is that we actually own properties in all these little
0: towns. Yeah. Of course.
2: So they knew who we were. It wasn't it right,
0: was yeah. mistakes all over. We put our company name in the bandit sign. Oh, yeah. We, oh, right. yeah. We, put we didn't try to hide ourselves. We put a phone number that you could easily Google and it'll come up, you know, <laughs> with, with the numbers. I mean, we made all the mistakes. Yeah. Uh, but we got <laughs> houses out of it. We <laughs> did, did get houses out
2: of it. I can read Yeah, we did. We got maybe a house or two out of it. Um, Good. And But one thing we learned is that we didn't really want to do bandit signs anymore. Yeah. yeah. What, what what we what he did is he so he's he's you he's a numbers guy that kind of stuff right KPIs all of that stuff I'm more like Jr. So he went and said dude we spent this much money on bandit signs we could have planted X amount of postcards or letters mm-hmm. for the same amount of money. Yep. And we can we will reach the same people. And they're in the same neighborhoods, you know. And it's targeted that way too. And it's targeted, right? So us, like, uh, okay, yeah, I guess you're right. You know, so that's why we quit doing business. I know they work because there's you can still see them out there. For sure, we, we've got. Uh, maybe
3: a handful or there's one still out there that every now and then the phone still rings. I don't know where the sign is or anything, but it, it's it, it rings every now and then I, on this screen. I know where
1: sign. it is, but I'm not going to say it because I don't want anybody to know. But yeah, this one <laughs> sign gets us more phone calls. Than <laughs> that's <laughs> good. That's I good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I guess that's a good that's
2: a good intersection. It's a perfect intersection.
0: Okay. I was going to ask, is it an intersection or? It's a, it, it has to be an intersection an to intersection. get that much
2: traffic. Yep. Um, so, all right. So, you you, you still got some binding signs you're going to deploy at some point. One day, uh, yeah, and, <laughs> and and now how you how are you moving forward marketing wise? So 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 cold calling and texting is where we're really focusing. Okay,
1: um, that's we feel like that's going to be our, our avenue besides Facebook um, to really start bringing. Yeah, because Facebook
2: changes every freaking month. Yeah. So it does, it does. so you don't know if it's going to be there tomorrow.
1: Right, and you can max out Facebook I- inside of a city. So you either have a choice on Facebook that you either go to other cities, or that you um, like, cause you can only, sp- no matter how much you spend in Houston, you're you're gonna max out at a certain amount. Yeah. You can spend ten thousand dollars a month, you're still gonna get the same results if you spent three thousand dollars a month on Facebook. So yeah, that's why I don't I don't go that sitting. high.
2: Yeah. Um, I only go a few hundred bucks and for sure. You have that kind of like that fishing hook out there, mm-hmm. and, and if it catches on something, perfect. Yep. But if it doesn't, then we're because we that's did ma- we is. made that mistake too. We we went and threw a lot of money on Facebook because once we got some deals out of Facebook, we're like okay, we got this figured out. You can waste Let's, a lot of money on and Facebook. we did. <laughs> yeah. So, um, good. So you're going cold calling, um, text messaging, which is pretty much what most of the wholesalers are doing nowadays. For sure. Yeah. Um, wholesalers are getting more um, technical, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, tech savvy. Back in the, when I started flipping houses in 2008, all, the only way that I knew people were getting houses were bandit signs yeah. and maybe yep. some postcards. Um, but uh, now it's like, it's a whole
0: different animal. For sure. It was Myspace, not, for example. <laughs> <laughs> <You're right>. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I didn't sign up to Facebook <laughs> until like, maybe 2007 <laughs> or something like that, so. <laughs> um, People weren't selling houses on Myspace, regardless. Yeah,
2: so, all right, so, wh- you get a house. Yeah. Do you still go to houses and? Some, and it, some of them we do,
1: yeah. Um, we're trying to get away from it. Okay. We're, we're slowly trying to get away from it. Um, I went to a house yesterday. We're, we just got it under contract today. Um, but yeah, we're we're trying to get away from him. I had, actually one of the reasons I want to get away from him. I sent him the location yesterday when I showed up to the house because I had an eerie vibe when I walked in. I was before I walked in. I was like, I need to let somebody know where I'm at because this kind of I'm by myself. What area of
2: town was that? It was
1: in Baytown. It didn't seem that bad. Okay. But, like, I just got this weird vibe, and it ended up being fine, and the people were super sweet and nice. But just the outside of the house kind of gave me the appearance compared to all the other houses.
2: Like, something's going on But you've here. gone through getting guns <laughs> pulled at you I know. already, so you know, I know. The drill. I know. Just
0: wear a bulletproof jacket and go on. For sure. <laughs> no, but you
2: should let somebody, when you're going to go see a house, and if you're by yourself, yeah, you got to let somebody know where you are.
0: you got to. You have uh, to have a buddy system or let somebody yeah. know. And and it's good to point that out because, um, like, I'm a realtor, and you see uh, like on on the realtor uh, forums and meetings, they always talk about female agents. Yeah. You know, you need to take care, you need to uh, watch out where you go, and but it, it doesn't matter if it's a female or a male. I mean, no. a, a gun is a gun, yeah. and a criminal is a criminal. Women or men can get assaulted. Well, I, and I, I, I guess.
2: I guess it's easier for a man to go try to assault a lady. Uh, I guess that's why sure. they they enforce that on those on those forums. I think it's because of the raping raping thing. Yeah. But, you know. But in reality, uh, but I look, mean, these guys are good looking. Look at them. <laughs> 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 you know, they might run into some dude that you know <laughs> falls in love. You know, you <laughs> never, never know. know. <laughs> so um, anyway, so. All right, so that's the acquisitions, right? So and 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 basically, uh, what does your team look like today?
1: So, so our team today is, is literally Andrew, myself, we, we and the, uh, Philippine the Philippine the Philippines call center guys, right? And then um, we also have we use a, a, a service called Answer Connect, okay, to take in inbound leads. So any of the the stuff we still have lying out there from bandit signs or um, our websites, or when people call our website, it's that like kind of thing. CRM, uh, no, it's like a CRM, I guess? No, it's like an answering service. Yeah. So we, we give them a script to run through when somebody calls and that kind of thing. And so they know if they call from this number to go through this script. If they call from this number, they go through that script. Okay. But
0: what's different? That from your Filipino or Philippine uh, VAs?
1: Yeah, so th- that's for inbound leads coming. We we have Answer Connect, so whenever somebody picks oh, up the phone and calls, the us. the Philippines
0: is just call calling. Yeah, yeah they're I, just yeah. leads. Okay. They're outbound. They're outbound. Yeah, outbound. Okay. Um, now the next question, and this is the normal path of you know wholesaling this boat. So yeah. and, and <laughs> I kind of laugh because you know going back to when Ricardo and I we started and we were flipping houses, and it's funny because. Um, for people out there that are starting their own businesses, you, you'll never, you think you're gonna, it, it will come a point where you can finally catch you know, the the thrift of it or whatnot. But first, it was hard finding properties. Yeah. yeah. We figure out how to find properties. Mm-hmm. Then it was a whole issue trying to get financing. We finally figure out the financing part. We're like, okay, we're on a roll. Then it was the actual Contracting and, and and fixing the house. Yeah. And it seems like every time you figure out a way of doing things, the next step it it, it might even it might be even harder. Yeah. So in wholesaling, first thing is like, how do I market to get properties? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. And you you're hustling. When you figure it out, then the next step is like, oh wait, now I need to find buyers to dispose. And For that sure. seems to be even harder than it. believe it or not, people might be thinking, oh it's full of it, but. Sometimes it seems like trying to get rid of a house or you know sell it, yeah, so, you know assign your contract. It's harder than actually finding a s- motivated seller to put a house in the contract. So yeah, for sure, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I, know like, well. yep. I know that well. Know that well. Don't think that once you got a contract, you're making money because you need to find a buyer. So what are you yeah. doing in terms of dispo? So so dispo, we're, we're
1: doing a lot of networking. So that, that's one of our um, paths of finding cash buyers.
0: We, still going to your monthly events? Still going to monthly
1: events. Um, we also do things like sometimes we, we partner up with somebody that might have a, a big buyer's list. Like we're, we're we've, we've partnered up with him and done mm-hmm. deals with him that way. Um, or, or other people out there. Another thing that we've found lately is to work with people who want to lend money so they have a lot of people that they're, they're their job is to go find cash buyers already, mm-hmm. because Get pre-approved financing lined pre-approved up, pre-approved, yep. everything like mm-hmm. that and so they're, they're wanting to do deals with them and finance the deals, so we've been sending deals to um, our hard money lenders that we've networked with and they've been helping us sell deals now.
0: Yeah, cool, that's yeah, that's, we, we're, we're doing an, the same thing so. yep.
3: In terms of our team, that's one thing that we're working on now is trying to find the right person and plug someone into the organization that is focused on dispos and kind of leading that side of the organization as well, because as you guys know, as far as your listeners know, you've got multiple different types of buyers and exits depending on yeah. how well, you lock up the contract. Yeah, you for got sure. the
0: landlords yeah. that are willing to pay a little bit more for a property, you got the people that are flipping that want like literally <laughs>
2: 70%, you know, minus repairs, 70% minus repairs, yeah. minus whatever, you know, yeah. minus
0: holding costs. <laughs> uh, and, and there's some people in between, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: and then you got the ones that are just buy subject to left and right. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's you just gotta be out there. You're
1: you're really in in the wholesaling business. What we're finding out is you're only as strong as your buyer's list is. Yeah, or, and your yeah. connections are to sell your deals because y- you can get deals all day, but if you can't sell a deal, it,
0: it's worthless. And, and it's it's hard to believe how hard it is. You know, uh, we never thought about. I mean, once once we start finding oh, houses, the, the we're the, the, like, oh, no, you know, finding. A, there's like thousands of people out there looking for yeah. houses to buy. But it ain't that easy. Well, the thing is, right, so when we started finding our own properties,
2: we were buying them all. Mm -hmm. We never had to wholesale them. So we were just the buyers. Yeah. So what we really had was an acquisitions company. Uh, Now, it turned into a wholesaling company once we understood wholesaling and once we couldn't buy anymore, like for many different reasons. And and once we started uh, wholesaling, then we started realizing that people are actually lazier than 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 they seem to be um, if you find a great deal in i don't know Freeport and it's uh it's got a plenty of equity and doesn't matter they, they don't, <laughs> they don't they they want to go there they don't want to drive out there yep. uh, but they, they they still complain that there's not enough deals yeah. going around um, 100% right uh, you find a good deal in i don't know Brazoria County somewhere right we we used to be the biggest buyers out there and we actually flip houses and we made money in Brazoria County. And actually, if, if, if I would buy a house, it would be out there, it, it wouldn't be in Houston. We, right. we tried Houston and we got
0: burned like crazy. So, you know. And going back to the lazy thing, I mean, now they want you to find a deal they want you to run C, uh, CMA's the, CMA, form yeah, the CMAs for All the CMAs for They want you to get them a list of all the repairs and costs to yep. repair the house. And the money. They want you, I guess, like, yeah, you want me to go pick you up your house and take you <laughs> to, I mean, there's going to be something you need to do. And to going back to, sure. like, doing the bare minimum and expecting, you know, a, a great profit, outcome, success, whatever. I mean, <laughs> to me, it, it just blows my mind, you know, how. Some people are so lazy or not lazy they're just they just want to do everything you know or have ev- people do everything for them and then expect hey i'm gonna Make a killing on this one for sure. It, it's a lot of work. We're doing all of, of that. So, patient. yeah.
2: So, but sometimes CMA's. I was like, no, man, you gotta do your own CMA. You yeah. Know, you're an investor. You gotta go and. We'll, we'll give you a ballpark of what we think it is, right. but you gotta go do your own thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Repairs list. Give me a repairs list. My repairs list is gonna be different than yours. Yeah, sure. so who's your Who's your end customer? I mean, go find you, you. go look at the property. Go walk it and do
0: your own repairs list. Right. For sure. So, and it's for their own benefit. They don't. Some Some of them think that you're being just a you know, an asshole, right? You know. um, and and they don't realize that you know, for your own benefit, you need to go walk the house, take pictures, talk to your contractors, because. If I give you everything and you don't know, you have never stepped foot on that house. You don't know what you're doing. You're yeah. gonna get burned.
1: You're gonna get burned. Period. Because you're gonna, they're gonna find stuff that we didn't see. Yeah. Because we're not that worried about everything that's wrong with that. And
3: house. that's one thing that like we try to emphasize. Because if we sell it to a buyer and he feels like he got burned or something, then he's gonna be hesitant to do business. Exactly. He's people. like, oh, you guys screwed so me up, and th- yeah. And we can't, we can't own that piece of it mm-hmm. when it's when it's their project or renovating and that sort of thing. But
1: so. but I, w- I will say I mean, we we do some CMAs, but only on deal, like, only if there's a lot of data in the area. And it's super easy to run a CMA, we'll say...
0: Like a subdivision that, yeah. you know... You yeah, a cookie cutter house in Katy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All day
1: long, here's your CMAs. But, I mean, some of these deals that we're getting, like, uh, we've got we've got one in Huffman right now. There's no CMAs for that deal. I mean, there's none. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, I can't get comps on it. And I'm like, I mean, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll send you what I can get, but it's not, I mean, it's a deal, though. It's a good deal, mm-hmm. right? But it's like you're saying they don't want to drive out to... Report or Huffman. Yeah, we just we just
2: assigned one today in Huffman. Yeah. Actually. Uh, and he was Let me know who the buyer is. <laughs> 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 you know, <laughs> <it>. Uh so <laughs> we just assigned it today. Uh, but it was it was also like that. Like I was trying to find comps and, and it was hard. Like but yeah. I mean Houston is probably a hundred dollars a square foot. So you use the same formula and you should be okay. Right. Um, but the buyer is gonna be if, you're, if they're using hard money, then uh, it's gonna be tough. It's yeah. tough yeah, yeah. Um, if they're using cash, it's different because they can buy cash, fix cash, and then they put it on the market and whatever. And whatever. But uh, that's another challenge we're seeing with hard money is that they cannot just fund a lot of the deals because there's not enough data for. Yeah. Uh, Those are
3: their limitations, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so
2: they have a lot of limitations. We're running into that uh, with a few of, of them. Um, we're, we're finding out um,
1: that what's helped us is we, we found a couple private lenders that they're good because they don't, Really care about that stuff, right? They they just want to make sure that the deal makes sense, mm-hmm. and if the deal makes sense, then okay, they'll fund it.
2: We, we've done that too, okay. uh, so we have private lenders and hard money that we're actually referring our clients to. Yeah, right. Plugging them in that way, they're when we get a deal, they're ready to buy for sure. um But still, the house is too there's, ugly. There's you know, always the, the,
0: the and yeah. I, I'm pretty sure once we find and. An, we're like oh now we got the you know we got it down to how to find buyers there's going to be another thing that's going to be completely oh for sure (laughs) (laughs) unseen and here's the the next hurdle we need to jump over right Yep. Yep. um so yeah i mean what so where do you guys go next
2: um i mean you're wholesaling and you're growing your wholesaling operation right we Mm -hmm. are but what's what's in the future for you guys
0: yeah so, Sandra, when are you quitting? Your that, g- that's, that's, <laughs> that's, it. that's the next future thing. I mean,
3: yeah, that's I mean, our, our focus now is kind of building out where we've kind of built our foundation now. Kind right. of with the systems we've got, kind of getting some more people in place, kinda of automating some of the stuff that we have, focusing on getting stuff streamlined so that we can, like everyone says, work more on the business versus in the business. Sure. Right. Um, from there, it's you know we I mean we've done a couple buy and holds and, and stuff where we've found good deals and just kept it for ourselves. So we're always looking at kind of the portfolio side as well. Um, um, but I mean right now it's just really focusing kind of on the things we're doing now. Uh, we're really focused on data. Uh, where are we getting our data? What kind of data is it? You know how are we managing that data and that sort of thing? For so sure. we're trying to create some competitive advantages for ourselves in that regard. Um, just in terms of what we're calling and what we're spending resources on. Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of that's that's our kind of our media, kind of 2020 is just really kind of growing out our... Well, you know, once system. you figure
2: it out in 2020, all your systems in 2020 yeah. 2020 2021 are going to totally be different, different right? Yeah, exactly. So so the market's going to turn, So going to happen. Mean, <laughs> look, we've had... <laughs> probably halfway through 2020. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> when we thought we had it figured out... Yeah. Going back to what I was saying, it all changed. You yeah. Never, ever have it figured out because it will change. Yeah. It will yeah. change. change. It will change. change. It's like... A
2: a a chameleon. It's yeah. it changes colors all the time. Yeah. So once you have your CRM that you got that you like, then you have your, you know, systems, your call rails and call tools and all of these, you know, your answering service, and and then you have your VAs in the Philippines or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Something crazy gets thrown in the mix, and then all of that needs Just to explodes. change again for, yeah. sure. for whatever reason. Yeah. Maybe you're not gonna change call rail because that's sort of like. An inbound thing and <laughs> for sure but how do you get your data how you you know yeah. what does the data look like or who are you calling what was the script what exactly. now is cold calling ever gonna get banned I'm pretty sure it will at some yeah. point yeah, yeah we're I facing it, that new legislation gonna, coming down changing. on that so. it gets old you know I don't know I, I run my phone now and on mute because it, it literally I don't know how many robocalls I get on <laughs> oh yeah it. so you know <laughs> All the time. it's either uh somebody called calling me because we own property so we're being targeted yeah, you know right, yeah for we're sure. and we are tired landlords in some of them <laughs> <laughs> <you know>? so, <laughs> so, so we are somewhere in in some of these lists right for sure but then other than that then you get everybody else trying to sell water filtration systems and oh yeah extended car extended warranties. <laughs> car warranties and you're like when does wow, it wow when is this gonna end yeah yeah um and, and uh, It
0: will. You know, they already passed it on. I think the House and now the Senate needs it, to. It's gonna uh, change. It's so. gonna change for sure. So direct mailing
2: is gonna come back again direct at some mailing, point. Yeah. Uh, and it's
3: always it's always paired too. We're spending a lot of time just like on your market cycles. I mean, all these tools in the systems. You kind of want them to be able to plug and play. Where mailing works really well in kind of this environment or this this neighborhood or something like that, or you know, in a down cycle or something really kind of busting out the sub two kind of uh tools and, and building out your buyers list and that that sort of thing so what
2: well, so what happens is so I, and i'll give you like based on traditional data right so 2008 what happened everybody lost equity on houses and they just started dumping them yeah right? yep. Yep. literally people were saying oh my house is not worth x anymore i don't want it like yeah Take i'm it. gonna give back to the bank yeah yep. and that's when all these sub twos they start showing up but now you used to make ten thousand dollars on an acquisition you know, on a, an assignment fee. Guess what? You won't be able to get that much money anymore because there's gonna be so many of them.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. That now they're gonna look at oh, uh, a, a sub two that used to be good in I don't know um, Hempstead, yeah. for instance. If you get a sub two today in Hempstead, most likely you're gonna be able to sell it. Mm-hmm. But on a down cycle like that, yeah, uh, never. It, you cause there's gonna be sub twos in Katy, Spring. For sure. You know, in areas that are hot where people can actually become landlords and rent them out and all that so the 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 uh, i remember when i started in real estate the average assignment of contract for a wholesaler was anywhere from three thousand to five thousand dollars that was normal but that was uh, an assignment through a down cycle yeah now can you literally sustain yourself with that, no, no freaking no way. way. Yeah, Because the cost per acquisition is too high. Right. Yep. So I'm curious to see how that's going to play out. I know it's going to eliminate a lot, a lot of the wholesalers out there that, yeah. that you know. Um, you're going to have
1: to pivot. You're going to
2: you're gonna have to pivot to something else. So uh, our strategy is completely different. Um, we, we we're always focused on high equity, and yeah. that's probably the toughest one because there's so many of them that you mm-hmm. can go target and probably they don't have motivation. Yeah. That's, and that's why, why I don't would not I mean. mind saying what it is because s- somebody says, oh, give me a high equity list.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> how many records do you want? Because yeah. there's literally endless.
2: It's like the list is it never stops. For sure. So uh, you got to have a lot of resources in order to, to, to work that list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah what I think it's
0: like, I can't remember, correct me if I'm wrong, anyone out there, but I think it's like 30% of households in the U.S. are paid four I mean they're really have no more that 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 Harris
3: Harris County is a tremendous amount I mean it's it's a lot
0: We, we were looking at the data
1: this last week of what it looks like I mean it's
2: a lot yeah there's a lot of them so um you know good luck trying to go after that I mean you will get deals out of it for sure but they're not necessarily motivated so yeah but, anyways, man, thank you so much for coming today, Thanks guys, for us. And, Thanks for having us. and sharing your your journey into uh, what you're doing today and where you're headed. For sure, uh, I'm pretty sure we'll we'll probably have you back next year or for yeah, to the recap, end of the year. See, see what happened or yeah. what <laughs> didn't go so well. <laughs> 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 well, you know, and, and things are not going to go well. <laughs> nah. and some things are going to go well. So it's just yep. how fast you adapt to whatever the next thing is. For uh, Sure, we, that's what we've been playing that for the last three or four years now. So. You know, we're doing we literally what we're doing today is completely different than what we were doing a year ago. For right? yeah, sure.
0: So, where can people get uh, in touch with you yes. guys? Yes. Yeah. Do you have a website? Or? Yeah, for sure. So we
1: have a website. It's homebuyersofhouston.com. Okay. So that's homebuyersofhouston.com. That okay. And then um, our our Facebook pages. I'm, I'm mine is just Jr. Reed
0: on Facebook.
2: And then just Andrew Andrew Job, J O B E. Yeah.
0: Jobe. Okay. Yep.
2: So, um, anyways, guys, you guys want to get in contact with Andrew and JR. you know where to hit them up. Uh, what about Instagram? Do you guys have Instagram accounts? I do, but I don't even know when mine's called. I'm okay. not very good at Instagram. I don't get the point of Instagram. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, uh, there's Facebook. What there's do you need? There's pictures. <laughs> you see pictures and videos <laughs> and stories. Your, your yeah. high equity people
3: are on Facebook. For sure. Exactly. That's actually true. Your high equity people are on Facebook.
1: So if you're going to yeah. advertise, advertise on Facebook. So I want to I want to thank you guys, though. Um, the, the input that you all have had on our business has been spectacular yeah these are great guys like awesome y- guys the, what y'all have added to our business and the, the wisdom that you guys share with us has been like so much help yeah no
2: I, I, I appreciate it you know and we do it really because we really want to help for sure yeah. um, no it's true if we can see you guys succeed and 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 eventually I, I believe you know we all have to help each other out um, in order to to get to where we want to get right for sure so collaborating is a, is a very important thing and uh, that's how i collaborate I, if i can add to your business then you know because uh, we've traveled a road that you guys haven't probably gone through yet for sure um we're not much further out but you know it's trust me those couple of years that we got ahead
1: yeah
2: uh they they really they can really help you not make a lot of the mistakes <laughs> we uh, we made you know in in the last few years um, so, uh, you know, driving this morning, uh, I'm going to have somebody uh, come over and talk about flipping at a scale. And there's so many things I'm going to tell this guy. I was like, look, man, <laughs> be careful because <laughs> we got <laughs> beat by that snake and yeah. it's not pretty. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, um, anywhere we can add value to others. That's why we do the Renovating Riches Radio podcast is yeah. to, to to help other people out that wanna come up and, and maybe be where you are today or or at least start doing what you're doing um, sure. and not make it as painful as it was for us because we never had a, a anybody show us or mentor us. I literally was the mentor uh, because I was doing it full time. Uh, not full time, I was kinda like part-timing. And so I had a job and, and, and I was doing you know some real estate, uh, flipping, uh, flipping and rentals and then it's, Sort of like, dude, how are you doing? This? So that's how we started, you know, getting together. Yeah. Um. But I had the experience locally, mm-hmm. and and that's pretty much why we took that route of flipping, is because that's what I knew how to do. Yeah. Um. But if we had to do it all over again, we'll probably just start wholesaling. For and, sure. And, and maybe flip one here, or one there. Sure. But, um. You know. Anyways, this is the beautiful world of real estate, and, sure. and there's many different ways to skin this cat. So. Yeah. Ricardo, Dennis, thank you guys for being such good. No, thank you for your words. um, Yeah.
0: uh, We just, I just want to make sure that people know that we're not paying you anything. Well I did pay them an assignment of fee <laughs> a did. couple of a month ago or so. <laughs> uh,
2: from a deal they brought uh that that, uh, that they he thought it wasn't a deal and I was like, No, that's a deal. Come on, let's go Which one was that? It was a house in Richmond, um, a subject two house. Subject okay. two house, yeah. Um so that our friend bought, um T and E. So okay. Uh, I was like, no, man, I got the buyer for that. I, I know who wants that deal. And we went and looked at it. Uh, he saw, but that, so part of the agreement was, show me how to do a Subject 2. And I was like, perfect, let's yeah, do it. It was my first Subject 2. So yeah. it was his first Subject yeah. 2. Uh, and now they work with Banahan and Martinez. I've seen pictures of yeah, you guys. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so shout out to uh, Megan Veronica. Yeah. They're our, our preferred title company here in the Houston area. They're awesome. They're awesome. They're great people. Yeah. Um, so part of the deal was like, how do I do a Subject 2 transaction? Uh He saw it how I did it. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't really anything out of the ordinary, other than agreeing to this is the terms, this is how the loan is gonna transfer over to us yeah. or whatnot.
1: Explaining it correctly to the the seller,
2: and then pretty much opening title and making sure that we closed, and you know, having power of attorneys in place, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So um
0: that's a topic for another yeah. another, another, day. Uh, another a deep, day. That's a deep <laughs> <So> one. <laughs> So, anyways, guys, thank you so much. We appreciate appreciate you, man. Yeah, thank you,
2: thank Um, you, Dennis. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. Don't forget to hit share, like, and subscribe, and uh, tell everybody about this show. And we'll see you on the next one.
0: Bye, everyone.